Piper Electric has been a part of the Denver community for over 35 years. Their reputation of being fairly priced, trustworthy, and dependable has allowed them to become one of the best Denver electrical contractor companies in the market. We believe Piper is the best because of their professionalism, because of their capability, because of their integrity, and because of the relationship we have built over the last year and a half with several of their key managers. That was Jim. He's been a customer of Piper Electric for over a year now and loves it so much that he recommends his own clients to them. Sometimes customers will ask us if we know of somebody who can be their regular electrician where they could call for anything from a small job to something much larger, maybe a remodel. And so we certainly have referred people to Piper and Piper to them. From residential, commercial, and industrial, Piper Electric can handle all of your electrical needs. They've done actually everything from repairing a small wiring situation with a circuit breaker panel to adding additional circuits, adding parking lighting. So really, they have become a one-stop shop for all of our needs. If you call today and use the promo code BSN, you will get $25 off your next service call. That's 303-646-6765 or go to piperelectric.com. What's going on, guys? Welcome into the BSN Nuggets podcast. We are presented today by Total Beverage, where you can get 30% off your purchase of $25 or more by using the code BSN2019. You can do that online or on the Total Beverage app. Total Beverage also delivers to most of the metro area and now has CBD products as well. Joined here on the Thursday edition of the show by Andre Simone. Five to a player at BSN Denver. How that's are you, Andre? I love how that's just become my title on the pod. I'm I'm honored. Doing great. Uh, excited for this topic we have, and uh, yeah, I won't I won't say anything more from there. Yeah, so I'll preview it. But what we're going to do on today's show, and we'll record part one today, and then part two will come out tomorrow. But our top twenty players at the FIBA World Cup. Tournament starting August 31st. Teams are playing exhibition games. Teams are playing training camp games, yeah. so on and so forth. Uh, but it should be an exciting tournament. I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to it. More than most international basketball tournaments yeah. in a while. Why is that? Is that because the USA team just sucks? It's wide open. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. it's got that. It's got the Nuggets' biggest star of the last. Uh, when did Melo leave? 2011. So almost the last 10 years. That's yeah. going to be uh, in prime position to, right. uh, to medal here. Right. And yeah, it should just be a wide open field. I'm, I'm really excited. Also, this is a fun exercise because I think it's the first time since the Dream Team in 92 where the U.S. arguably doesn't have the top prospect at the tournament. They might not have the top three prospects. Have to tune in for part two to find that out. Yes. I agree. I'm really excited for it. And it probably has a little to do with the fact that Team USA isn't that strong. Mm-hmm. And also, like you said, Nikola Jokic is probably one of the top players, well, definitely one of the top players in this thing. Right. And Serbia's got a good shot. I think Big we time. should I think we should wait for part two of this podcast to give our predictions. I love it. You ready to lay down a prediction for the World Cup? I will be by part two. <laughs> <laughs> also, like teams like Spain and France aren't the juggernauts they used to be. Like right. it used to always be the haves and the have-nots. Right now, it's the have-ishes and a whole lot of have-nots. But then there's a a whole second tier that's going to be really interesting to uncover here. But I was looking at France's roster, and they still have some talent. 
Yeah, Spain's still bad. got a lot of talent. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Hernan Gomez's are heavily featured on that spin. I did roster. see that Greece cut one of the Antetokounmpo brothers uh, today. Uh, 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 so now it's just Giannis and two of his brothers, not all three. Ah, yikes. Tough, tough break for the Antetokounmpo. I was, I, was really, there. I was really hoping to see a lineup of just Giannis and his th- three brothers and then just like some shooter. Why not? Nicolaitis or <laughs> yeah, like exactly. Costas Papa Nicolau. Absolutely. They could That'd dust him off for this thing. Yeah, totally. Do I think he is on that roster, by the way. Uh, he should fun. be. <laughs> yeah. Former NBAer, integral part of the Ty Lawson trade from Denver to Houston. Wow. Sometimes. Oh, should we start off by giving some honorable mentions that didn't make the cut? Yeah. Who is your toughest exclusion? Well, we should probably say a note about the two Nuggets players who didn't make the cut. Fair. For either of yeah. us. A Wancho didn't make the cut. Mason Plumley didn't make the cut. Wancho was definitely closer to being included in this top 20 for me than Mason Plumley, But when push came to shove, just wasn't the spot for him. Which is funny because same for me. And yet Wancho has such a harder time getting minutes in Denver than Mason Plumley does. Of course, I mean, right. role has everything to do with that. But that is... Uh that is an interesting part of this. How much did you Maybe Mason Plumley should have been closer to getting yeah, this really. thing than that. Is Mason Plumley better than the Lopez who's on this US roster? No, I think Brooke Lopez is a better player. Agreed. But I think maybe Plumley might be better suited for what Team USA needs. Yeah, though in that FIBA FIBA game with uh, more three-point shooting and stuff, I think right. Lopez could be a key asset all of a sudden. Could be if he's shooting, yeah. if he's hitting. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll we'll see if Plumlee makes the team. Team USA still has one more cut to make. I think they'll do it after these exhibition games. But Team USA is playing Spain on Friday, right? Right, right. Should be a fun one. Yeah, that'll be really interesting. And, I mean, who knows? We could see in a crucial, like, semifinal Plumlee guarding Jokic at some point. Man, Jokic would just abuse him. (laughs) Well, you would know better than me. You've seen him in practice and stuff much more than I have. Um, Interesting. Who else didn't here really make this cut? Um, Alfru Kaminu was a notable omission from my list. Yep. I think Nicholas Batum's probably the best player to get excluded from my list. He was excluded from mine. I almost had him on here, though. Yeah, um, right there. You had a bunch of guys in this top 20 that I didn't have, and I think I had some that you didn't have, but we'll, we'll get to those when we get to those. Cool. Satoransky, another guy that I yeah. had to exclude. Who I'd like. I'd like Thomas Satoransky. Mm-hmm. He's interesting. Like, yeah. He's a, he's a fun player. It's interesting. Him and Hizonia were on those same Barcelona teams, Hizonia got all the hype and was a top 10 pick. Really? Satoransky, though, was arguably the better player at Barcelona. And surprise, surprise, that ter- that's turned out to be the case in the NBA as well. Yeah. Like, sometimes don't just overthink this stuff. Just, like, watch the games and see who's better. And oh, That's that's too funny. Yeah. And he's athletic, hmm. too. Like he just He's doesn't have a that very potential. quality, very underrated backup point guard who doesn't get the praise that he probably should. Yeah, totally. He'd and be the best point guard by far on the Wizards if he was still there. Wow. <laughs> Shots to John I mean, Wall. There. I mean, well, I wasn't <laughs> counting John if healthy, Wall. If healthy. Shots yeah. to the great Ty Lawson. <laughs> <laughs> and Boban also. I mean, I can't 
this is my second to talk about Bobon. Bobon's oh, yeah. honorable mention exclusion, sadly. Yeah, I also left off, I believe... I'd love to see him and Jokic playing together, though. Yeah. On Team Serbia. That'll be fun. I also um, left off Nemanja Bielica yes. of I mean, Team Serbia, who's so very important. underrated if you look at just his numbers mm-hmm. and efficiency. But uh, I like did leave him off this list. Just a bad dude, but yeah, he got excluded on mine too. Yeah, a bad dude, like a bad person, or just a really good player. A good, oh. a good player, okay. and also you know a guy who gets on the court with some bad intentions. I like that oh, about okay. this game. I yeah. don't know if you had like this oh. European intel. Oh no, 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 no Euro intel for you here. All yeah, right, let's, I think those are the most notable yeah. honorable mentions here. Yeah, let's start this up. Number twenty, I had Evan Fournier at twentieth overall. Ooh, my like 20th it. best player in uh, the FIBA World Cup. Like, not a big Fournier fan, but, I mean, the guy can freaking score. He can shoot it. He's got an international game. Um, so You could argue a key player on a playoff team. <laughs> the Magic? <laughs> right? That's actually correct. Um, 15 okay. points a game last year. Yeah. Didn't really shoot it well from three, but... You know, I think he's going to be pretty decent in this tournament for France. I am a Fournier fan, but he um, he did not make the cut. Okay. It'll be interesting to see who has the better tournament between our two 20th guys, minus Jonas Valanciunas, who mm-hmm. uh, famously got traded to the Memphis Grizzlies this season and uh, re-signed for what might be a little bit of a risky contract. By <laughs> those pesky Grizz, who otherwise I think had a really nice offseason. Um but, you know, still young, still a quality center. Mm-hmm. I think will be a key player for Lithuania in this tournament. And I think if we were to assess trade value, I think Valanciunas might edge out Fournier. Yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> under this you're new, gonna, con- uh, under under this new, new contract, contract that Valanciunas signed? That's where you get me, under the new contract. You do um, forget Valanciunas is only 27 years old. Right. How is he only right. 27 years old? Crazy. Yeah. They, uh, Seems like he's at least been around for like 15 years. Mm-hmm. It sure does. Yeah. You also cool. forget he somehow averaged 19.9 points with the Grizzlies after that trade last year. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. That I, seems like a typo, but it is correct. <laughs> I have Valanciunas on my list. He's a little higher, though. Oh, wow. Um, should I reveal where he is now? I guess. I mean, that's, that's your call, Harrison. This is your podcast. Uh, we'll we'll wait till we get to his him. per hundred possession numbers are out of this world. Just FYI, Valanciunas, yeah, with Memphis, with Toronto, or or both. Kind of with everyone. The last two, se- I guess it's the last three seasons combined. But he was over thirty points no matter where he played per yeah. hundred possessions last year. He's also averaging over seven fouls at one point, so <laughs> <laughs> he's got that going for him. All right, let's move on here. Number 19, I've got Miles Turner. Wow. On my list. A bit okay. lower than you. Yeah. Just, just a bit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like he's probably going to be Team USA starting center. He'd have to be. I think. You like that matchup for Serbia? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when Miles Turner was coming to the draft and people were saying he didn't know how to run? Yeah, not great, huh? And then he had that great rookie season and has kind of fallen back. I guess he figured out how to run. Yeah, yeah, super. One of the many uh, Texas centers populating the NBA right now. Yeah. That's interesting. You don't like his potential, though, huh? Yeah, I mean, I I like him. It feels like he's kind of plateaued, so I can see this ranking. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I like him. He's decent defensively, has a good shot. But, like, is he going to be an all-star? Probably not. Yeah, in the East. Sometimes I wonder yeah. if I'd be an all-star True. in the East, you know. The yeah. competition is not the hardest. <laughs> um, it'll be interesting to see a matchup against all the centers in this tournament, too. Definitely. That's probably the most stacked position in the tournament. Definitely. Between the Valanciunas and oh, yeah. all the guys we'll go through in our list. Bobons, Jokic, of course. Who's 19 on your list? Joe Ingles. Okay. Australia gets uh, gets their one representative there. Well, listeners to this podcast won't be surprised when I reveal how high I have Joe Ingles ranked oh, on this wow. list. <laughs> I guess I didn't realize you were a big uh, Joe Ingles supporter. But, I mean, key player for those pesky jazz the last uh, several seasons. Oh, he's amazing, man. Key starter. Can do it all. Very well-rounded player. Joe Ingles would be the perfect Denver Nugget. He would, wouldn't he? I mean, people don't realize how good of a shooter this guy is. He's been above 40% or right at 40% for pretty much the last yep. three seasons. Yep. And he's an incredible passer. He's a high IQ, smart player. And he's also a sneaky good defender. People don't realize yes. he's a good defender. With, like, size and length. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair. I, it'll be interesting to see him in this tournament where he's more the guy for Team Australia and see, like, can he do more as a scorer? This, and... He's the kind of guy who I who I could see taking a strong performance in the World Cup, and then kind of tr- that translating to him having a career season in the NBA this year. For I like it. Jazz, who we've talked about it. I'm kind of high on them. They scare me more than anyone else. Yeah, I'm a bit lower on the Jazz. Yeah, uh, eighteen. Yeah, eighteen on my list. Ricky Rubio. You s- oh right, Miles Turner. Right. Yeah, Ricky Rubio. Okay. In the same range for me. You got any any points on Ricky? I mean, just a, a solid player who who can run his team, good defender, can knock down an open jumper every now and then. Yeah, debatable. <laughs> <laughs> some some would argue with you on that. But he's got the pedigree. I feel like yeah. he's still he's definitely not as prime. Mm-hmm. But you no, know, I still feel like he's a force. Yeah, I remember staying up. This was probably ten years ago to watch the Olympics in Beijing, to watch Ricky Rubio and Spain go mm-hmm. against Team USA and seeing a 17-year-old Ricky Rubio, and boy, was he impressive. He had, like, a cast on his hand, too, and him and, like, Jason Kidd are battling it out. Ricky Rubio with the is- the long locks flowing in the wind. Oh. The Ricky Rubio born to be wild, still one of my most watched YouTube videos. Yeah. Like highlights of him as a young teen as a pro in Spain. Yeah, Ricky Rubio at Barcelona. Oh, that was a fun time. That was a fun time fun for all of us. in our lives. Yes, absolutely. How do you think he'll do in Indiana? That's where he is, right? Uh, he's in Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, well, he's yeah, very forgettable in, yeah. in Phoenix. Yeah, sorry about that, Ricky. Uh, but I think he'll be okay. Like, it's a decent fit with Devin Booker, right? Actually, yes. If you're looking for a point yes. guard to play next to Devin Booker, yep. you want somebody who can defend. Right. Who pass. can pass the ball? Who doesn't need a lot of shots? Right. High IQ, good veteran. So I mean, in, in that case, I think he could be a decent fit. Right, and if you're looking for a two guard to pair with Ricky, Devin Booker, it fits right. the bill to a T because right. he can shoot. Okay, interesting. 18th for me is Harrison Barnes. Harry Barnes, your did, namesake, did not make my list. Wow. Okay, yeah. I was just about to ask, as uh, 
Am I too too low on Harrison Barnes? Now, how much are you factoring in his NBA contract? Zero. Zero. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just no love for him. I think he's a Barnes. solid player, but like... He's such a blah player, let's be honest. Right. He's just... Um, he's like a Whole Foods version of Jeff Green. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, you know? Yeah. No, I hear you. I don't know who that... Uh, who. Who's being insulted there? Is Harrison, is is Whole Foods being insulted? Is Harrison Barnes being insulted? Is Jeff Green being insulted? That's a, a tough one to decide. I don't know. He's just a better version of Jeff Green. That's how I view Harrison Barnes. Solid, solid season last year with the Kings, mm-hmm. right? 18 points per game. Yep. You would take Ingles over than him, though, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Now you're making me rethink my 18-19s. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could agree to swap those. Um yeah, okay. Moving on, 17th, I've got Derek White. Ooh. Yeah. You covered Derek White back in the day? No. You were already covering the Nuggets by the time Derek White was at CU. Oh, yeah. I, I was. Yeah. You are long gone. I was on to bigger and better things. That's absolutely right. As is Derek White. Um, I'm a little higher on Derek White. We'll find out. Mm-hmm. Who's next on your list? Ricky Rubio, 17th. Oh, oh, yeah, you got Rubio at 17. Yeah. White, how what he did in the playoffs last year, yeah, that pretty much flipped the script totally. Like mm-hmm. on his outlook as a player, I feel like because before that series against the Nuggets, I was thinking, man, like, Derek White he can be really good point guard, starting level point guard. After that series, though, you're you go, man, this guy could flirt with an All Star game, yep. one day, yep. Right, he could kind of be that. Star that they, uh, the team USA could use. The only spur that Pop gets to coach this offseason, too, which is interesting. Or this. How much do you think them getting healthy in their backcourt is going to affect them? Well, I love DeJounte Murray for yeah. sure. A little bit interested to see how those two play off of one another because Big they're time. not really a, a natural fit together right. by any means. Yeah, not very competitive. And then you've got DeMar DeRozan kind of just chilling there. They have to do something with DeRozan. And if I'm the Spurs, yeah, I'm looking to offload DeMar DeRozan here like sooner rather than later. Yeah. But I like both Derek White and DeJounte Murray. Yeah. I think it could be a, a good backcourt going forward. Fair. Okay, here's where I think things start to... We're upping the level of play a little bit. Yeah. I will reveal my 16th overall player after this from Breckenridge Brewery. Okay. The official beer of BS in Denver. Breckenridge is the original Colorado beer established in 1990 in Breckenridge, Colorado. You've probably heard of their delicious vanilla porter, their oatmeal stout, and most people's personal favorite, the world-famous Avalanche, which is their classic American amber ale. But they just released a new beer called Strawberry Sky that you guys are going to love. For you beer enthusiasts out there, they're calling this a light-hearted Kolsch ale. But for those of you who have no idea what that means, this is a light-hearted, delicious summer beer, the one that you've been looking for. So look for Strawberry Sky at your local liquor store or any other Breckenridge beer. And make sure you also look out for the Breckenridge event calendar on bsendeavor.com. You'll be able to see all the events that we have planned, and we'll be drinking Breck beers at all of them. So RSVP and have a good time. We got to hit a break real quick. On the other side, we'll continue these rankings of our top 20 players at the FIBA World Cup. We'll be right back. 
If you live in the South Metro area and have been looking for top-notch customer service, extensive beer, wine, and spirit selections, and unbeatable prices, look no further than Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits. You won't find a more varied inventory anywhere else. Don't just take it from me, guys. This is Michael, and he's been shopping at Davidson's since they opened. The thing I like about Davidson's versus the competitors, it has a larger selection. And if I am going to buy Spirit, then Davidson's is usually my first choice as well because just of the size of the selection. I also like the extensive selection of some hard-to-find items. But that's not all. Every department is staffed with highly trained specialists who can help you find exactly what you're looking for. I've always found the folks that you chat with to be knowledgeable. I've chatted with the spirit staff about different bourbons and different vodkas, and I am always chatting with the wine staff about different things and saying, I like this, what else do you have that's similar? Particularly when I go to non-U.S. Uh, wines, I find them extremely helpful in ha helping me find something I'm looking for. What are you waiting for? Head to either of their locations in Centennial or Highlands Ranch and follow them on Facebook to stay up to date on their latest specials. Welcome back to the BSN Nuggets podcast. We are presented by Total Beverage. Harrison Wind here alongside Andre Simone revealing our top 20 player rankings for the FIBA World Cup here, which tips off August 31st from China. We are on... 16th overall, my 16th overall player, somebody you've already been over, but Jonas Valanciunas. Oh, wow. Yeah. Higher on Jonas than me. Good for you. I mean, the, the stats don't lie. Worthwhile. I think we'll have a run on centers here. I know my list has a real run on centers. Well, that's what we were saying. The center position is so deep in the NBA right now, but it's probably deep in the NBA because there's so much of an international influence in the NBA right now. Yeah, fair. You know? Right. And we're seeing that in the World Cup. Right. Yeah, and I was just thinking as we went to break, are we doing are we able to do this mostly because we're it's a Nuggets podcast and we've got more of a you know, we don't undervalue the Europeans in Nuggets world. Well, you know me. I, I, so I, uh, I love the European game. How I'm could a big you know? fan of the European hey, game. Same. Man after my own heart. <laughs> I have a center who's better than Jonas Valanciunas, which makes me think maybe I'm underrating this NBA champion, Marcus All. I have Gasol much higher on my list, but I think I still have this image of Marc Gasol as the guy from three years ago in Memphis right. and not right. the guy he really is. So I probably have him way too high. Oh, he'll probably have a great tournament. I don't know what he's doing playing in this tournament. <laughs> I know, like, right? Did he not get the memo? Like, bets on... <laughs> did he not, like, get the calendar that <laughs> right. this ends only three weeks before training camp? Right, and he went in a deep finals run. Like, what are you doing, Mark? It's time to prolong this career. Let... Let the young Spaniards take this. I know. You've uh, done your thing. Guys have so much pride playing for their countries. Yeah. I mean, I just have respect for him to do this. But Wancho said after the season that, or I don't know when he quite said this, but he always says, um, like, it's a dream to play for my country. And, like, the ability to represent my country on, like, the international stage is the biggest thrill ever. Huh. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. It's a huge deal for guys. Yeah, I mean, makes sense. Uh, I, I think that might be a little over the top. But <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. Doesn't seem like maybe, you know, it depends by nationality how you feel about that stuff. Maybe. I wonder if the Canadian guys feel like that. Mm. 
Definitely yeah, not a, to that extent. Right. I'll tell you that. But but yeah, uh, Gasol, I mean, he he deserves it. We'll see how he does in this tournament. I'm sure he'll be he'll be strong, but yeah, I don't know what he's doing. 15 on my list is DeMontis Sabonis. Wow. Boy, yeah. we really differ on Sabonis. Yeah, uh, maybe I'm underrating him. Maybe I just don't watch him enough because he's in the East. Yeah, fair. Uh, but I like him. I've got him over his front court partner in Indiana, Miles Turner, of course. Right. Uh, but yeah, I've got him 15th. Which, hey, I see it. Um, I think the arrow is just pointing way up for Sabonis. Oh, for sure. And I love what he was able to do when Oladipo went out last year and kind of really take the reins. Yeah. He's a guy who OKC must be kicking themselves that they didn't hold on to. Yeah, especially now what's happened with Oladipo, right. who they also well, let go. Oh, I know. Yeah, that trade does Since. not look great in retrospect. Could they trade like three of the lottery picks they've hoarded to get Sabonis back? Well, they've, they've already managed to uh, <laughs> trade Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Victor Oladipo, DeMontis Sabonis. Paul George. <laughs> yeah, Yikes. Paul George. Oh, that is rough. Um, I have Miles Turner at 15. Right. Uh, let's move on. 14th. I have a guy who I don't think is on your list at 14th overall. Oh, wow. It's Bogdan Bogdanovich from the Sacramento Kings wow. and Team Serbia. One of the more underrated oh, players in the league, I think. Fair. I feel like he's Fair. a really good candidate for most improved player next season. Really? Averaged 14 points a game last year. Yeah. I just feel like this guy's ceiling is really high. Just had 27 for Serbia in that exhibition game against Lithuania. Yeah, no, I mean... I think this tournament could be a big coming out party yes. for him. You must be high on the Serbian team as a whole, then. Oh, of course. Of course. Come on. <laughs> it's like, this is Harrison uh, Bogdanovich Wind we're talking to. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I have no you. family relation to <laughs> Bogdan Bogdanovich. So I just want to state that for the record. He's your second-ranked king on this list, I'm guessing. Yes. Yes. Yes, he is. And no Harrison Barnes. Correct. Yeah, Which, I hey, think Bogdanovich I could, is a better player I could than see. Harrison I Barnes. mean, you could argue he has the better trade value than Harrison Barnes when you take into account uh, contract and everything. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay, I'm not nearly as high on him. Yeah, um, clearly. You don't have him in your top yeah, 20. Yeah, no, <laughs> truly. Uh, yeah, now you're making me feel like I'm undervaluing these guys. This is interesting. I've got Vucevic at 14. Okay. Almost at a 20-point score. I mean, the uh, guy's... An all-star in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, which is crazy. But, you know, I mean, the guy's, like, basically a walking, not nah, 2010, but, like, 18 and 9. Pretty much, yeah. Um, Which, sadly, doesn't carry the same value that it used to once upon a time. Mm -hmm. uh, and you, w the thing about Vucevic is you wonder how much of those stats are just, like, kind of stat stuff in, in a Magic team that only has so much going on right. for it. But On yeah, a Magic team that doesn't have anybody that... <laughs> To surround him with because they just have 10 centers on their roster. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> also, like, are we going to let Mo Bamba get his play or no, what, what's the plan here? We're not. No. Um, they just, like, signed Aminu this offseason, too. So Yeah, it's so odd. Their whole plan is just, they're so enamored with length, which is fine, but. The deal in the modern NBA is length with shooting. They didn't get that second part of the memo. Yeah, so. I've had this weird theory that I don't really believe, but maybe 
10% of my brain believes that in five years, the NBA is just going to be a bunch of seven footers who shoot threes. Like your five guys on the floor are all six, nine to seven foot. So maybe the magic are just waiting for that. This is a maybe they're just stockpiling guys for that moment. This is a theory I heard in like the early mid 2000s when the Western Conference threw out a lineup that was like Yao, Nowitzki, KG, and like two other guys who are really tall and can kind of shoot. And I'm blanking on right now. And I was told that'll be the future of the NBA. Mm. And we've since gotten smaller than that. Like mm-hmm. we've actually gone the other direction. But I yeah. kind of like that theory that your brain only believes 10% of. <laughs> like I don't really believe that. But <laughs> right. Maybe in some world where like Thon Maker panned out, that would be oh, hap- Thon. happening. It's so promising for such a brief stretch. I, I blinked and I missed how Thon went from promising to not promising anymore. Yeah. To losing out to Brooke Lopez in the Bucks lineup. All right, let's do one more and then hit a final break here. 13th on my list is Joe Ingles. I told you I had him high. I don't know if you thought I would have him this high, uh, but I got Joe Ingles 13th. I wondered how much higher the rise would be for Joe Ingles. I'm okay with him here. Mm -hmm. I could see it. What's what's he making right now? He's under a fine salary. Um, 12, 13 mil a year, like Will, Will Barton money type. I guess you could argue that he's a more valuable trade asset than just about every, everyone I've had ranked so far. I mean, maybe, but I don't think we're doing this about trade assets. No, no. Just, but, I mean, that's that's yeah. one of the ways that I would establish that. Uh, Joe Ingles next year will make... It's interesting to match, like, kind of how potential and, like, you know, how much po- the potential versus twelve million current production. Yeah, that's a fine like twelve contract. million. That's a great contract for Utah. That's a super contract for a starter. Starter in the NBA who can play two positions. That is not bad at all. Definitely. Who do you have uh number thirteen? I'm not sure, but this guy might not even be in your list. He's it probably is. not. I don't even know who this is. Lakers legend, Cal Kuzma. Definitely not in my list. I don't even know if he'll make Team USA. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, he might not make Team USA. Actually, I was here in a podcast with Windhorst talking about how they're practicing with the FIBA balls, which are a little different. Yeah. Yeah. And Kyle Kuzma was one of the guys that was just struggling so really? hard with this new ball. It's got to be tough when you yeah. play with one ball every day, 365 days right. a year. Like for your entire life, and then you've got to shift to this multicolored ball that feels different, and I think the inseams are deeper too. Yes, that's what I was hearing. It's weird. And at the same time, it makes you really appreciate how these European guys can make that because we're never talking about like, oh, well, you know, Nurkic is really struggling in year one of his career, Mm -hmm. but part of that is he's adjusting to a new ball. No, we never give the Euros that credit with, oh, let him adjust to the ball. Yeah. But then when the Americans have to play FIBA ball, it's like, oh, well, that new ball is really getting to them, you know. It's Yeah, that's always the excuse for the American team, right? <laughs> right. <The ball. laughs> like, deal with it. These guys have to do it the other way. Like, come on. Um, yeah, Kuzma, you know, again, kind of a, a stat stuffer on a bad team. So we got to see if, if the Lakers actually become a decent team, what I, happens. I would hope they become a decent team. His uh, his role next year will be really interesting to me. Um, 
I do think the Lakers were foolish to not include him in the trade. Like, if I'm the Lakers, I would have held on to the pick and mm, given up on I got gotcha. you. Know? I got gotcha. you. Would you have rather kept Ball or Ingram? Or Ingram, yes. Ingram over Kuzma? Yeah, definitely. And Ball I would have strongly considered, even though he had such a yeah. bad, bad two seasons. Um, but, you know, Kuzma's still 24, athletic, decent combo forward. We'll see what he looks like as a shooter next year. That's yeah, the big question. I mean, he shot 30% from three last year. It's god-awful. Yeah, not great. But, but still, uh, the the Lakers are counting on him to be their third best player, and now that Demarcus Cousins is not going to play next year after tearing his ACL, news that came down Thursday morning. Yeah, they're going to need even more from Kyle Kuzma next season. No doubt about so it. I'll be interested to see how that pans out for sure. All right, before we move on here on our list of our top twenty players at the FIBA World Cup, a quick word from Total Beverage thirty. 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, dirty 30. That's right. Total Bev is giving the BSN fam 30% off your purchase of $25 or more. Use code BSN2019 online or on the Total Beverage app. As you may or may not know, Total Beverage delivers to most of the metro area from Lakewood to Boulder and from Aurora to Brighton. And they have the lowest prices in the state. Plus, they now offer CBD products. That's right. From drinks to gummies, you can enjoy CBD products on your next visit. Don't let this offer pass you by. Order today and receive 30% off your purchase of $25 or more. And better yet, don't leave the comfort of your home and get it delivered. Also, I want to remind you guys that we still have our BSN Denver subscription sale going on with Broncos training camp. You guys can get 60% off a BSN Denver membership, and that subscription only comes out to $2.91 a month. So go to bsndenver.com backslash subscribe and enter the code Broncos Camp. All one word, all capitals, B-R-O-N-C-O-S-C-A-M-P. And like I said, you can get a membership to BSN Denver for $2.91 a month, 60% off our regular price. Yep. You also get a free t-shirt of your choice, Nuggets, Broncos, Rockies, Avalanche shirts on the website right now. Much more coming. And also, all our written content is in audio form. So if you guys don't have time to read our stories, our interviews, our analysis, you can listen to it. You can have it read for you. Back here on the BSN Nuggets podcast, Harrison Wind and Andre Simone ranking our top 20 players at the FIBA World Cup. Number 12, I've got two Celtics here uh, to round out my, I guess, 11 through 20th. The first one is Jalen Brown, who I've got uh, 12th overall. My eyes just got really big. Really? Why is that? Because um, I think I know who the other Celtic is, and I'm surprised you're low on these guys. Yeah, well, I'll just go on ahead and say number uh, 11 for me, Jason Tatum. I'm not as high on Jason Tatum as the NBA universe seems to be. Never have been. Uh, I like him. I've, I've got to see more. I'm just not quite there. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, not consistent enough. I know he's super young, but everybody's right. anointing him as you know, the next dynamic two-way. Well, maybe not two-way, but right. You know, I, I I haven't seen it yet for long enough. I'm still waiting and seeing on Tatum. Yeah, you're saying pump the brakes on Tatum. Yeah, I've just never been as high on him as a lot of people seem to be. Right. Like he seems very Carmelo Anthony ish. 
That's you know? who, and I yes. mean, Melo was an amazing player, you know, right. top three player in the mm-hmm. league at one point. But the way the league is going, I don't know how many mid-range jumpers the Celtics can watch Jason Tatum take. That's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, that was the concern for him coming in was, is he more of uh, that small ball four? Mm-hmm. And I really do like Jalen Brown just because defensively, I mean, he's mm-hmm. his ceiling is so high on that end of yeah. the floor. He's a great defender, super high IQ player. Maybe there's like a bit more separation between those two guys if you're looking at a top 100 of NBA players. Right. But, you know, for this, I've got them back to back. Interesting. Um, I have Derek White at 12. Okay. Based off, maybe I'm being a bit of a homer, um, but also that playoff appearance was very impressive. And, yeah, I just think the the sky's the limit. In fact, Pop comes back from this. Lakers call him. They've, like, they killed their cap guys in China. (laughs) Cap doesn't matter anymore. And the Lakers are like Rob Palenka is saying, "Hey, we'll we'll uh, give you Kuzma for Derek White straight up." Does Pop hang up the phone? Does he say yes? Does he consider it briefly and say no? What's what's the reaction from Greg Popovich? I would say, out of just pure respect, he probably doesn't hang up the phone, but he mm-hmm. would want to. Okay, okay. <laughs> Boy, you are not high on Kuzma. <laughs> Man, you do not like Kuzma. Um, which I respect. I love it. Uh, you should do more Lakers hate on this podcast. <laughs> um, okay. And then I have at 11, Chris Middleton. Okay. So I have Middleton much higher. We'll get to him in part two. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Middleton, I've always felt like he's been underrated. Mm-hmm. He's probably about accurately rated now with yeah. the new contract. Right. With what Milwaukee did last year. Right. Yeah, he's key cog for that team. And after hearing you talk about Tatum and Brown, now I'm feeling like maybe I am, I'm underrating Middleton, who had an outstanding season last year. And also has great value as a defender. Oh, such a you good know, defender. Can't be underrated on that aspect. Yeah, and will probably be one of the key players with Derek White being one of those guys for Team USA. Well, are we sure Derek White's making the team? Probably, right? I feel like at this point he has to be. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We will see. All right. So just to recap here, I'll go ahead and read off my 20 yes. through twelve through uh, 11. Then Andre would do the same. 20, I've got Evan Fournier. Nine, 19, Miles Turner. 18, Ricky Rubio. 17, Derek White. 16, Jonas Valanciunas. 15, DeMontis Sabonis. 14, Bogdan Bogdanovich. 13, Joe Ingles. 12, Jalen Brown. 11, Jason Tatum. And I have 20th, Jonas Valanciunas, 19th, Julian Goals, 18th, Harrison Barnes, 17th, Ricky Rubio, 16th, Marcus Gasol, 15th, Miles Turner, 14th, Nikola Vucevic, 13th, Kyle Kuzma, 12th, Derek White, 11th, Chris Middleton. All right, let us know what you guys think. If you're a subscriber to BS in Denver, leave a comment in the comment section where this post will live, uh, where this podcast will be on bsindenver.com. That comment section only open to BSN Denver subscribers. So uh, leave a comment there or, or a take or just an opinion you've got about these rankings. I'll give you a shout out, read your question or your take on our next show. That's all the time we got for today. Tune in for part two, drop in Friday, where we will go over our top 10 players at the FIBA World Cup. Talk to you guys then.
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. <laughs> 